We might have a problem doing this this special episode. Why? So you know I'm I'm moving in a couple of days, right? Oh, I'm very well aware it's all you talk about. Well, I'm sorry. But my, my podcast juice has all been packed up. So how am I going to do bourbon? I can't have bourbon while I record. This, this might be an issue. Hmm. So I don't think. I, are you saying that this is going to be a subpar? Are you introducing this episode by saying you're going to be subpar? Well, no, it's not going to be subpar because. By, by the way, by the way, Golden Voice of the South, phenomenal brother Dave That's Adam, me. you're all here. But I, I, I'm confused by your message you're sharing right now. Well, just just giving our fans there there might be an issue with with mm-hmm. the way the Golden Voice sounds today. So you'll sound subpar. If you want to look at it that way. You, okay. you can. Sounds good to me. But I'll, I'll tell you what won't be subpar is is we have our, our first return guest on Unrelated at Birth. We've got the WDW couple back with us today to to talk about D23. What's going on, guys? Hello. How you guys doing out there? <laughs> doing, Thank you for having us back. You're, you're very welcome. Thank you for coming back, I guess, is the first thing. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for, for doing your quiet laugh when we were doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you all trying not to snicker. but <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, It was all good. It was all good. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so for those that don't know, first off, have you been under a rock? But the WDW couple have have a good following on YouTube. They they have they now have made their soiree into the podcast land. So YouTube, We're getting there. Instagram, all the socials, the WDW couple, mm-hmm. and I figure they're probably the best person to talk to about D twenty three. I mean, it's in their name, so they have to know everything, right? Oh. Jeez, you are very gracious. <laughs> Granted, I think we should probably change your name to the Bull and Bear Couple. Oh, but that's a, that's we could a good do call. that. That's a good call. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be disappointed by that if it involves more visits. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so let's just dive into everything. There's so much we can talk about, but first let's go ahead and round table. What is your favorite thing that came out of D23 this last week? Ooh, that's a tough question. Very favorite thing. You go first. <laughs> uh, I, I'm actually really excited for all of the changes coming to FCOT. I, I know that that's kind of all like All of a, them? That's pretty big. It's a pretty big ballpark kind of answer, <laughs> but... <laughs> mm, I think 
one of the things I'm most excited for is the new Disney Cruise Line ship coming. Right. The Wish. And I'm also really excited for Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Even though I don't really like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. What? What? Oh, yeah, guys, I know. If, if you want to just, we can we can just cut her out. That would and, be, and, no. And, yeah, <laughs> Taylor, what? I, I, I respected your opinion so much until I heard that. She doesn't like I fun, don't like evidently. the music in those movies. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, you know what? Well, was, I think I'm just going to go. It was All great, right. it was great having you guys podcast. on. Um. <laughs> First and last return guest. Look at that. Now they need to find another guest to fill the rest of this episode. <laughs> well, you, you, you don't just but like I'm excited listening. excited for the roller coaster. So. so you don't like the rubber band man? No. Mr. Blue Sky? Oh, man. No. Oh, God. Taylor. Okay. I'm All more right. into, like, pop and hip-hop. So, so is that that childless millennial that... uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So if the Guardians of the Galaxy were a boy band, you'd be all in? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Then I have to ask. (laughs) That's a good thought. Then I have to ask. The Backstreet Boys roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The the backwards launch would still fit, right? So so you were Backstreet over NSYNC? Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. Taylor. Dave. We're clashing at every turn here. <laughs> three strikes. Dave is a Backstreet Boy, too. I did prefer the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. I will I will admit to that. Yeah. Okay, well. But I'm a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, though. Okay. He does like Guardians. Well, that that's, okay, great. Well, I started this off strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you know you can you know, let your guard down on this podcast and just have fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you're looking for the Guardians... Josh is looking for all the changes at Epcot, so everything. Yeah. Okay. Adam. That you, was a weak response. Yeah, it, it kind of was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Adam, you, you work there, so can you give your opinion? Sure, I can give my opinion. Um, okay. Lizzie McGuire's coming back. Oh, for Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my favorite, though. Uh, my, favorite <laughs> oh. is, uh, <laughs> my favorite is probably the details that we got about the um, Galactic Star Cruiser. I think that looks pretty Ooh, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, that does look really cool. Too. Shut up and take cool. my money. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Disney pretty much will because it's $3,000 per person. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Um, I can't wait till we have the actual, like, prices. Yeah. So we know what we're gonna you look forward to. Didn't yeah. they? Didn't they come out and say that that was the actual prices, or was that just? They were saying like a um, thousand or fifteen hundred per person per night. So and it's a two night experience. Two nights. Two night experience. Mm-hmm. So so it's going to be more expensive than a Disney cruise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially, because a cruise is seven nights, and this is only two. two. Yeah. Well, our cruises are seven, but well, I mean, you can do a three nighter, but I'm, I'm doing be that much. I'm doing a three nighter in November with my entire family, and we're paying three thousand. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're getting a better deal there. I, I think. Well, I don't know. There's no Star Wars involved, so that's yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of, that probably was my favorite thing. I am. I've talked ad nauseum about the the rise of the Skywalker stuff, and just hearing everything coming out and seeing the trailer the day after i think i've watched that trailer 30 times already so i think that might be my favorite thing that came out um so let's get let's dive into since you brought it up josh let's dive into all the epcot stuff um what what do y'all think about what they're going to do about the neighborhoods in what is now known as future world 
I think that them dividing it into these different neighborhoods is actually going to be good. Mm-hmm. Because I think Future World has just really lost what it was supposed to be. It just hasn't had an identity. No, it hasn't for who knows how long. It's been a while. Right. And I think that having the nature area, which is kind of already what that area is over there, and yep. then having celebration, which I kind of wondered what they were going to call that, but I think celebration kind of makes sense. And then discovery, that's mostly space stuff over there anyway, and then they're just kind of, you know making that more discovery is maybe almost more kind of in the futuristic yeah because they're having that realm. play pavilion and then the odyssey pavilion is going to be like exploration yeah. of, of that kind of stuff so yeah and then um with all the discover or the celebration in the center um with all the new things that are changing there like that whole new uh, entrance to Epcot and mm-hmm. right behind Spaceship Earth, that is going to be completely changed. It's going to be so different from what we have been used to literally since Epcot's been open. And yeah. yeah. Is that difference good, though? Because, I mean, f- most people see the fountain as Epcot, and and, and th- that yeah. fountain's probably going to be gone. Yeah, Fountain oh, of Nations oh, fountain is, of Nations going, is going, going away. Definitely yeah. going yep. away. Um, but I, I like, though, that they're putting that statue of Walt, because I think that was uh-huh. one of the cool things about DCA over in California was that statue of Walt as he was just arriving mm-hmm. versus yeah. the partner statue where he was established. It, Epcot was his baby, and mm-hmm. I think to really call that out there, I think it's it's worth a lot of those changes just to have that kind of thing represented. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how that turns out. Yeah, me too. And I think that... You know, they're adding that festival center there as well. I think that makes complete sense because when a lot of people think of Epcot these days, they're thinking about a festival. Right. So, and it yeah. looks like it's going to be a beautiful facility. It's like, what, three stories or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, and I mean, it's just all in all, just in general, I mean, it's just, I think you just kind of have to accept the fact that just Epcot is not ever going to be what it was intended to be. Right. No, it's not going to be you know, a city. And, and it, it, <clears throat> yep. Can it? I'd live there. Uh, oh, oh, I mean, I'd yeah, live I mean, there. it would be awesome. <laughs> it's called celebration. You know, it, it's just, I think it'll be nice that if they definitely go through with what the whole idea is, is that it does create and give Epcot some type of identity. It gives it more of a place for families to probably want to come back and mm-hmm. not, you know, try to rope drop Soren and get a fast pass for Test Track or vice versa with frozen and then you know it gives them a lot more to do while they're there right i mean you know we could say that you know we could still make that a full day park but for us it's a little bit different you know we kind of know what epcot's supposed to be we know Mm -hmm. what to expect um but you know i think if you ask a lot of people who it's their first time that they're probably looking for a park that has more attractions than what it has mm-hmm. right and they're probably not looking for something to just walk around through countries yeah and potentially spend more money eating or drinking or on merchandise yeah yeah you know, it's it, so it's funny you bring up countries because that's probably the next logical place to go with epcot I, I guess I mean we can say we're excited about Mary Poppins coming to the UK we're excited about Ratatouille but to me there was something missing everyone thought that Brazil or somebody was going to get added as a new country mm-hmm. did Disney miss the boat by not adding another country at this time I don't know if they missed the boat I mean it, I think got, a lot of people were expecting it yeah but um, and 
I don't know that they missed a boat. I mean, there's there's just so much construction that's already going to be going on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think that a new country going in is really going to impact your visit through the countries because it, it shouldn't. You know, it's not impacting no, the walkway. Especially with all the other new things coming. Um, but, I mean, who knows? Uh, there was a, what was it? Was it a rumor or there was a tweet that was made that, like, there was some student for a college who works Actually, for Actually, it was his college posted um, about it. Had oh, posted apparently. that a, a, a former student of theirs who had now graduated and was working for Disney was actually in Brazil doing research for the new Brazil country. They made a tweet about it, and apparently it got... Oh. Before D23. Uh, yeah. Apparently, oh, maybe wow. Disney found out about it and took it down. Now, that I don't know, but, you know, I mean, at some point, yeah, I'm sure there will be another country that, that comes in there, and it'll yeah. probably be Brazil. I mean, that's what everybody seems to want, maybe, or... I'm surprised, after all these years, that there hasn't been a new country added, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I am, too. Yeah, they were actually, way back in the day, talking about adding Israel. Like there's some old artifacts yeah. of where that had been advertised and stuff like that too. I, I think I think it's probably that they wanted to future worlds where the TLC needed to happen. Oh uh, yes. yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> well, because they know showcase. they're not missing. Honestly, they don't have to do anything to World Showcase, exactly, and people would yeah. still come visit yeah. it. Yeah. Where Future World is just kind of like, oh, I'm like Josh said, I'm gonna ride Soren and Test Track, and then I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. and the the other thing that I would question too is if. They are pumping the brakes on that and wondering if, is it better to build another attraction in World Showcase in the space of where another country would go? You know, to add to another country. Oh, my um, God. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, that may be the direction that World Showcase goes here in the next five years once they're totally done with this construction. Maybe that's where where World Showcase will, World Showcase will go. I mean, you've got Mary Poppins coming in and mm-hmm. we've got Ratatouille already going in and Frozen's back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people have talked about the old. Uh, pretty sure there was like some old blueprints out there for like Mount Fuji uh, back in Japan. That oh. was supposed to be a big coaster that mm. that never happened. But I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. So, yeah. so one thing I texted Adam when I when I saw all the countries, the, the signs and stuff on Friday, I thought that they were going to put a, a, a ride in Germany. And I think my quote to Adam was, if it's not Snow White Scary Tales, I'm going to riot. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine how awesome it would be to have a, a Snow White attraction at Germany? As long as that it's different from cool. what it used to be, yes. Why? Oh, that was a scary little ride. <laughs> it was awesome. That was a good ride. That was a good ride. I was okay. scared to ride that. You were probably scared to ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, too, weren't you? Uh, I never rode that until <clears throat> we went to Disneyland. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. And it... It didn't really make a lot of sense. No, it, it was a like, little weird. But I mean, <laughs> you know, the whole stories—they're all weird. It's like the yeah, guy was right. on an acid trip. Yeah, so, very much so. Yeah. So, I, I guess we now have to venture back into Future World or whatever it, the Imagination Pavilion area. Their talk of bringing in Moana and all this—this this world of water or whatever they're calling it. Adam brought up a good point to me. They show on the map. They show the Moana thing. And then they they just show the Imagination Pavilion, but they don't talk about it. Is Figment making his way out of the park, unfortunately? It doesn't look like it as of right now, only because they haven't said anything. Well, it's in celebration, the way that the neighborhood is drawn up, right? I I wonder if it's not going to replace, like, the Rose Garden or somewhere in that corner, like some open land there might be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where else it would go. Because it looks just like a walkthrough. I don't know if it's a... 
Yeah, I inside attraction. I honestly, the Moana. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I think the details were released like that just... Moana is just a basically an exploration trail. Yeah. yeah. Where you know the you'll be able to interact with mm-hmm. the water and yeah. When you look at the concept art, that's what it looks like: is people just walking through and looking at this water and splashing around. Woohoo! So yeah, I, it's weird. I mean, it's different, and it was another key factor that like when that came out on Friday, I looked right at Taylor and I said that that I mean, Epcot's gonna change. I mean, it's it's totally changing forever with that being in there, and mm-hmm. and you know, wondering if Figment is gonna be on. His way out the door. I don't know. I mean, there were rumors there a while back about Inside Out, Inside Out replacing that. I, mm-hmm. I I find it hard to believe that they would totally tear down that building uh, and and build something else. I mean, right now it seems like they're trying to keep what's there and and gut it. I mean, that's what they're doing with the uh, play pavilion. Yeah, basically just gutting the inside and and, yeah. and reimagining it. So yeah, yeah. but I, I mean we. We got a lot of details of what's going to be changing, but we still mm-hmm. haven't got a lot of details about what else is already there and, and questionable. As like, I mean, Figment's a, a prime example. I think a lot of people wanted to hear about that, mm-hmm. yeah. and there was no announcement about it. So, yeah, there's a lot of like hardcore Figment fans, though. Adam is one of them. Guilty, <laughs> guilty. But they also want the Dreamfinder to come that's back. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Needs to be old school. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's where I, I would I, I wouldn't mind if they got rid of the attraction as much as long as there's a staple somewhere in the park where you can experience that. Even if it's like in Harmonious, the new show. If if yeah. mm-hmm. Figment kicked it off, you know, like Tinkerbell does at Magic Kingdom or something like that. Yeah. I'd be okay with him removing the ride, but he he's kind of the icon that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they use them in all it. the festival merchandise yeah, and everything yeah, exactly. now. Right. So, yep. Well, Adam, you just brought up the next thing we have to talk about. Oh, is premium segue. There premium you segue. There you go. The <laughs> we're good at that on this show. The uh, the fireworks. Judging mm-hmm. by the the videos we've seen, where Josh forgets to bring his tripod, um, y- oh. y'all seem to be awful. <laughs> y'all seem to be big <laughs> fans of illuminations and. Uh, that's going away at the end of next month, right? Mm-hmm. Who who doesn't who who on this group of four of us doesn't blow out a candle making the same sound that they make at the beginning of Illuminations? Oh, for sure. Oh, come on, we all do. I mean, for sure, right? I yes. mean, absolutely. So, yes. <laughs> you know, I actually used to. Not that I wasn't a fan of the show, but like if we were at Epcot and it was like almost time for fireworks, I was would have rather gone and rode an attraction with a low wait time than actually watch Illuminations. Mm. But the last few times we've been over there, I've been listening to the music and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually going to be sad when this show goes of the way because sometimes I listen to the music in the car and then <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this actually is like a good show and now it's going to go away. <laughs> I, I think it's a classic, you don't know how much you... You're, you you really like enjoy it until it's gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I know even for me specifically that like um, the last couple of times, just like Taylor said, that we've gone over there. I've I've had more of like a a, a want to just sit and watch and listen to the mm-hmm. music and, and I've had and almost try to take more of an in. appreciation for the show. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I've enjoyed listening to the music and actually watching the show and. 
but not wanting to ride a ride. <laughs> with that being said, everything that they have announced for this brand new fireworks show that's coming, mm-hmm. I mean, it just it sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, it's supposed to be the best the best one yet. The of, biggest of nighttime spectacular that, for yeah. a Disney park. I have a hard time yeah. believing that because I've seen on your videos what they've done for Halloween for Mickey's Not So Scary. Mm-hmm. I've seen Happily Ever After. We've seen Wishes. We we know that they're. Pride and Joy is doing stuff on the castle. So I have a yeah. hard time believing that they're going to do something like that with Epcot. Well, I, I mean, have you guys seen World of Color? Yes. In Disneyland? I mean, I really liked that show, and I, I thought that mm-hmm. was that was really great as well. So, I I mean, it, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Again, it's... I mean, they're going to have, like, all these, like, custom-built LED panels and it sounded, whatever else they have coming out for it. It, it sounded very much like Rivers of Light. Which is, yeah, is kind which of, Rivers of Light is very customized. But it's, that, it's that not... That show in it itself is not that great. Right, I was no. going to say, I'm it's, not it's a, a fan flop. Of it. I'm going to call it a I'm flop. I'm not a fan of that. Well, I said that maybe Rivers of Light, like some of the equipment and stuff they made for, was maybe almost like a test run for see that. this new show. Or yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, this like technology we have is really cool. Let's do something better at Epcot. Yeah, I could see that happening. That that actually be pretty, kind of a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You've talked about how much you enjoy. What do you think? What do you have to see out of Harmonious to call it a great show, the best show at Disney? Mm. Why do you ask such hard questions? Why do you ask hard questions? <laughs> see, I like to see things that are unique. So let me give you an example of a show that I do not like because yeah, it's good. not unique to think. at all. So um, Once Upon a Time at Magic Kingdom that is like the projection show on the castle is a horrible show because it's literally clips out of the movies projected onto the castle Mm -hmm. where before they did once upon a time it was celebrate the magic celebrate the magic was amazing because it was all original projections that they made for that show which that's why i really like the new halloween show for the fireworks because those projections are all like made for that show they weren't just taken out of the movies and the shorts that Walt Disney made and projected up onto the castle. Like, they actually took those, like, ideas and movies and turned them into something else specifically for that show. So, with Harmonious, I'm hoping that they take these concepts from movies and music and whatever and turn it into something unique. I know they're going to be using Disney music, mm-hmm. but they said that it's going to be um, different interpretations of the songs. Hmm. So... That's I'm cool. interested to see how it goes. But as long as it's unique and not, you know, once upon a time at Magic Kingdom, I will be satisfied. <laughs> I mean, it, it, well, it sounds like it already is going to be very unique. Yeah. Um, I mean, for it to be the best nighttime show, I think That's it has to lot. incorporate a lot of other things that make the other shows so great. I mean, uh, fireworks, I think, for Illuminations have – I don't know that they're the best. I mean, they're okay. Um, you know, they're definitely going to be using projections. I think they said in there they're like using water screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looked if, like it in the pictures. If they were able to incorporate a lot, well, not a lot, but if they're able to incorporate some of the, like, majestic use of, like, water from World of Color and a combination of maybe a little bit of Rivers of Light um, and then with the new technology for all the projections, I think... Uh, I, I think they could make it work, but the music I think is what 
is going to be the selling point. That's what's really going to bind it all together. Mm-hmm. If the if the music that they're going to use, being that it's a reinterpretation of a lot of Disney classics or Disney music, if it doesn't work, uh, sorry, our dog's just started barking. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, Taylor, I think you said it pretty well. But I, I, I think for me, definitely, I mean, the music just has to be very catchy. It's got to be very key to to that mood mm-hmm. um, even that uh, even the projection show that you're talking about the once upon a time one it, it, it just wasn't that great no they still have it occasionally yeah. i'm pretty sure they do and i don't like it yeah my, i i, I uh, make sure i'm not in front of the castle when it's on because <laughs> i will be enraged <laughs> yeah we, we gotta like book it out of there if, if, if it's coming on yeah because i start singing celebrate the magic because it was such a good song and a good yeah. show all of a sudden we just hear wishes wait taylor's here <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since you're in an enraged mood, Taylor, I, 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 oh, I guess we have to ask the two negative questions that, that I thought of for this, this interview. All right. What is this year's Main Street Theater? The one thing that we heard about, everyone gets so excited about, and then it just goes on the scrap room floor. Is there one? Oh. I would almost guarantee there's going to be one from Epcot. I mean, it's happened... Uh, Main Street Theater, that's a prime example. It's happened at uh, Toy Story Land. Um, I don't know that it happened at Galaxy's Edge. I I think we basically got everything that they had mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, Dang, that's a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just living up to my billing. I mean, the tough question. The only thing I could think... My mind, for some reason, keeps going to the Festival Center. Because it's a three-story building. And for some reason, that makes me think about what the American Adventure was supposed to be. was supposed to be like this really tall glass building that just didn't really fit into World Showcase. Not that the Festival Center is in World Showcase, but I'm just interested to see if they actually end up going through with a three-story building in Epcot in that location. Yeah, nothing's that tall except for Spaceship Earth, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's where my mind goes too. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll still build it, but I'm interested to see if it actually turns out the way the concept art is showing. I would love it to, to turn out the way the concept art. Oh, goes. I would too. I mean, but it, I'm just it, interested to see if it actually happens like but that. that. That's probably a pretty good one. And the only other thing that I feel like could be a flop is the Epcot experience, because I feel mm. like they're just turning the Odyssey into something else. Yeah. I, I would actually counter with the Play Pavilion. What? Really? I think the Play Pavilion is going to be awesome. I Because, and the reason I say that is because it just, it, it, it sounds a lot like, it to me it doesn't sound as innovative as, as probably what it could be. Have you not seen the concept art? When I look at that <laughs> yeah, concept art. I mean, art, I, I've seen the concept art. No, but it, like, but when it, you watch Ra- Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Vanellope walks into Oh My Disney, and there is just all this stuff around her. Yeah. That's what that concept art reminds me of. Like, I'm imagining walking into that play pavilion and being like, oh, my gosh, I'm at Oh My Disney. Even though that's it's, like, not Oh My Disney, but, like, that's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Because it's going to be characters. It's going to be interactive but, virtually and physically. I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess whenever, like, they were talking about, like, the whole, like, you can throw water balloons with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Like, that's all virtual. But that, that also kind of reminds me of Disney Quest. It does. It it sounds a lot like Disney Quest, which 
lo and behold, is another failed project that they that they weren't able to keep up with. So that's why I kind of wonder if maybe the the play pavilion will be the big flop instead of. I the hope not festival. because it looks so cool. Well, Disney Quest was looked so cool. And it, like oh. Josh said, oh. I mean, oh. Taylor, I'm sorry, but you you badmouth in sync and 80s music, so there you go. I gotta take I Josh's it out of spite. <laughs> All right. So when we I talk just keep about my hopes up myself, yeah, when we talk about things that flop from the announcements, are we talking theme parks only? Because I'm going to throw think? the oh. Target Disney store out there. Oh, um, I'm not exactly sure even... that that's going to make coming it a long from a millennial. <laughs> who frequents Target oh boy. along with almost everybody else I know. I don't know if it will be a flop. Well, Only because so many people love Target and Disney stores. And Target's easier to get to than a Disney store that's at only certain malls. So does Disney store flop now? Hmm. Maybe. That's, well, but you're only putting Good it question. in 40 in forty Targets. And me being, to start. To start. Yeah, me being here now. in Huntsville, the closest one is Mobile, which is eight hours away. Yeah, our and closest one is Clearwater. Clear right? Yeah, but y'all have the Disney store. Kind of yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but... I mean, we don't really need I one I still here. like to go to sure. Target. It's cheaper than Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> well, to your point, though, Taylor, everything, you know, last summer, they wrote, maybe it might have been fall, they put a lot of Disney Line stuff in Target, and yes, it did. didn't do well because it was always on the clearance aisle when, when I went to my Target here. So... Yeah. Could that be? Maybe it's a whole price thing. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. But and it didn't seem like it. It seemed like it was cheaply made. It didn't seem like a normal Disney product. Hmm. So is it going to be Target Disney or is it going to be Disney Disney? Good question. Yeah, we. Don't, I guess we don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's tough. Yeah. There you go. Here's the other tough question. You ready? Uh, so. Everyone was expecting Disney to respond to Universal. Mm-hmm. Did Disney do enough to quelch the Epic Universe fire? I guess I'll I'll answer. Um, when is Epic Universe supposed to be built? We'd, like when's it supposed to open? We don't know. We don't know yet, right? right. What's in it? We don't. Um, know. <laughs> we don't know. But I would counter with. They're not really worried about it because, and I, I'm going to sound like a broken record, and I'm like going to beat this horse this horse to death. They are continuing to build more and more resorts for more and more people to stay, and there's going to be no place for them to go. So I would wager that in two years, that's the 50th anniversary, whether or not Epic Universe is halfway done, a quarter of the way done, almost done, it's going to be like, oh, that Epic Universe guess what here's the fifth park and i think that's just it's just going to blow it out of the water Mm -hmm. and it's just going to be a thing of the past i mean honestly i haven't heard anything about epic universe since the week it was announced since the week that it was announced really like i feel like it almost kind of died off a little bit at least on like twitter and that's where i was seeing a lot about it Mm -hmm. yeah i haven't heard much about it since then you know because like you know d23 was on sunday and people are still going to be talking about these d23 announcements for a couple months probably and continuing on maybe not calling in d23 announcements anymore but people are still going to be talking about what's changing at epcot and uh with disney plus coming out and everything like that 
Universal just announced this park, and then it's like, okay, we announced this park. Uh, now you get to sit here and just wait until we announce something else. Well, that's that's Universal's mo. I, I think Josh, you set it up best on a on a, a video when y'all went to do Hagrid's. You oh. you said you know great, all these people are here in this line. Wait two months, and they'll be back at Disney. Right. It's it's kind of the same thing with with Epic, yeah. you know, Epic Universe. Well, not to not to be biased, but I'm going to be biased for a second. Walk in the company line. When, right? No, but I'm not. This is this is really my opinion, Dave. <laughs> do, do you know more things than we know? No, I didn't know anything. He says that, but he won't you tell me anything. Before. Right, I right. So, I say the swing to kill us. Wink, wink. <laughs> so when you when you look at Disney, just puts on their special announcement. And there's all of this hype, and everybody gets all lathered up and in a frenzy about, oh my gosh, it's a fifth gate, or it's something big. And it ends up being what I think a lot of people thought was a letdown. But that was the hype that people produced outside of Disney, right? Yes. When you look at the announcement for Epic Universe, it was, hey, everybody, come to the Orange County Convention Center. We're renting out of space, and come up here to this big press event. We're building a park. And people were let down because of the hype universal put into right. it and that's oh, the yeah. difference is we don't have to hype anything or sell anything we make yeah. good quality products over and over and over they open roller coasters and i have a lot of friends that work there i love all of you guys but hagrid's has to operate well this far right. into it and they're not there yet yeah that's right. that's the difference are, are they and just to i mean almost staying on to this topic which is off topic are they even opening that yet with the park every day they is open it, open it they open it in the morning now but it's they close it before the park closes yeah, I mean, because it was they were opening it later to get right. their work in. Now they've shifted it to the morning to handle the initial rush, but which um, is also something. Still, still, you get more pictures on like I'm part of the pass holder group on Facebook, and you usually see more pictures of hey, we were stuck on Hagrid's today, but it's still the best ride in Orlando. You know, it's like well, it shouldn't break down that much for something that new. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's something that's you, you don't see Disney do is they don't open attractions. Hard, Adam, you might have to bleep me here, but they don't open attractions mm. half fast. <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm saving work for myself. <laughs> they, they, they really make sure that they put you through a ringer. And if, if they have to open late, they open late. I mean, look what they're doing with, with the rise of the the first order, or whatever it's called, rise of the resistance. Rise of the resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. Sorry. Really. I know. Oh boy. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, but that look the footage from that looks awesome. Oh my gosh. Yes it does. I was totally mm-hmm. geeking out over that. Who are you so. telling? Anyway, so the guy who doesn't even know the name of the attraction Shut up. who I'm telling. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. All right, we, we we just have a couple What of, kind of podcast is this? Hey now. I heap so much praise on you guys. No. <laughs> All right, we just have a couple of minutes cuz we wanted to make this shorter than a normal episode. But uh I get we have to talk about the movies and 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 disney plus josh you're you're a star wars guy and and we see that Mm -hmm. on all your videos pretty much what were your thoughts on the mandalorian what were your thoughts on obi-wan kenobi being ewan mcgregor coming back what were your thoughts on on ray turning to the dark side uh mixed yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's I think it's still uh, it's still a little fresh and it's still a little raw. Um, the Ewan McGregor thing, I think I still would have liked to have seen a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. It, it, it's it's really hard for me to really uh, be sold on this whole new Disney Plus thing. I mean, the the concept of Disney Plus sounds great, but when they are 
just like, oh, we're going to have all of these shows on here. We're going to have like all these like special like movies that are going to be just for Disney Plus. We're going to have all these shows that are just for Disney Plus. You know, there was another company who started something similar, which was Netflix. And when they started, it was fantastic. And what it is now is kind of garbage. They have like created so many contracts with so many different companies to continuously produce original content that a lot of their good stuff or what could be good, I think, gets lost in the mix. And I and I'm really afraid that um, a lot of what could be great uh, may get lost in the mix of just yeah. let's get it done and get it out onto onto something that's that's. You know, for 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 Disney Plus, I guess is, is what I'm going to say. But not everything they announced for Disney Plus is going to be on there when it first rolls out. Right? Like oh some, yeah, yeah. Some I, of those. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and Disney I, and Plus I know original that. things. But, but I mean, it's, it's like you don't hardly watch a show anymore. I don't think there's anything on Netflix that doesn't have Netflix original across the top. It's yeah, just right. about everything, whether it's good right. or not. Mm-hmm. To your point, yeah, I think they. I think with Disney Plus, you got to be careful because you don't want to do. What happened with Star Wars and Solo, where you put so much out there so quick that people exactly. are just like, oh, you know, I've had exactly. enough of this. But I think at the same time, you got to lean on the classics. And the stuff yeah. that people want to stream is the stuff that's usually in the vault traditionally. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's right. what people want on there. You put that oh, yeah. on there, you'll get people just for that. And then you'll mm-hmm. get people for the original and you just pace it out. It can be done well. It yeah, can't. It I, just has to be done that way. I actually saw a lady post earlier today that she's really excited for Disney Plus just so that she can share her favorite movies with her yeah. grandchildren. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are really looking forward to. I'm yeah. looking forward to the old movies. Yeah, I, and I mean, I am too. And I mean, the potential is obviously there. And Disney, you know, short of them potentially losing Spider-Man from the Marvel series, oh, I mean... It, they'll get, they'll get you it You know, it, it's... It, it's they'll buy Sony. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't know if they can buy Sony. They may get split apart, but I mean, I you know I I don't know. I, I my feelings on the whole Star Wars stuff is still very raw because especially with Solo, I didn't. I I'm not a fan of the Solo movie. It to me just it wasn't enough. Okay, ju- I love Rogue One. Rogue One was yeah. great. Just because mm-hmm. I do this, just to to make Adam on edge. What were your thoughts on episodes one and two and three? My thoughts? Mm-hmm. We like them. I mean, they're okay. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Adam, Adam, you, Adam thinks episode it, one no, is the no. worst thing ever made. No, I think two uh, probably trumps it. One is, I one like, is bad. I like those movies. I don't like all the swipe transitions, but I yeah. like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's favorite quote: "I don't like sand. It's rough and coarse, and it gets everywhere. It's horrible. Oh my gosh! No, I, th- I think for me, with one, it, it was almost like the first Harry Potter movie was a kids' movie. Oh, all for all intents yeah. and purposes, Episode One was like Harry Potter take on Star right. Wars. I just wasn't expecting that being. When did that come out, Dave? Nineteen ninety-nine. Were we nineteen yeah. when that came out? Yeah. Y- yes. Yeah. Thank you. We're old. We know." <laughs> all right so so josh you, you say new new question i have to ask you, you didn't talk about the trailer so uh, did you watch it i i didn't even really watch <gasps> it no oh so you haven't seen no. ray with the hood no i've seen the i've seen the uh, the clips the skywalker a, the bunch of clips. yeah that's that's uh, what i'm talking i haven't i but i haven't like actually sat down and actually watched the full trailer okay so 
Um, but I I, like, I, like I said, I mean, it. I don't know. There's a lot to digest. <laughs> it is. It There's is. a lot to digest. I think, and just to put everybody's mind at ease, I can't take credit for this because a friend of mine had this theory. Ryan Street, he's probably listening, but he had this theory. It's a force projection. I don't think she turns to the dark side. Uh, well, it looks like the same thing oh. from Last Jedi, where she looked to see where her parents were, and it like spanned out and like it was a mirror thing. It looks like that same kind of thing. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I, Ryan, you got that one right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one in Last Jedi, not so much, but you got. I that just one. can't have have Ray turn to the dark side. I just can't have it. It can't happen. Oh, it'd be awesome, man. She's pre-programmed. Shut your face. Awesome. Shut your face. It would be awesome. Anyway, it, it, is there anything else y'all want to talk about about D twenty three that I haven't brought up? Um, you know, if we want to go back to potential flops. <laughs> Uh, he thought of one. Well, because because I, you know, because we, we talked about this pretty extensively the other night, is the Genie app. Um, yeah. Oh, Disney Genie. You know, and I, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not trying to plug anybody no, else. No, do your plugs. Uh, on your guys' on, on podcast. Do your plugs, um, Josh. I, they, they don't even know us. We're not friends with them. But as soon as they had brought this idea up and I was, you know, listening to it and I'm watching it, the first thing that I thought of, for a lot of people, I think, have used it as well as touring plans. Touring plans comes up with like a, a whole list of things that you can do every every day to, you know, maximize your time in the park and and kind of, you know, beat the crowds. Uh, a lot this, of use it. A lot of people use it to help plan their trips. Yeah, yeah. really. And, and and now this this new genie app, which I guess potentially may be taking over my Disney experience, um, is supposed to be able to do all of those things for you. It's all automated. Mm-hmm. It will select, you know, if you want to have a princess theme day is what they was mm-hmm. one of the things, or uh, a thrill seeker type of day, or drinking around the world, whatever. <laughs> um, right, and and it sounds awesome, but right, it sounds awesome, but how are they going to do it? Because you know the app that is supposed to be the greatest app right now for you to use is well the My Disney Experience app, and unfortunately I can't go to Disney. Without it crashing on me at least four or five times, right? Uh, in the span of not that much time, you know. I mean, whether it's you're looking for dining reservations or you're trying to book a new fast pass or, or whatever, it just doesn't work. Remind for me. remind us to tell you something off air after we record this episode, okay? <laughs> okay. So, oh boy. Yeah, no, no, this is going to be fun. Uh, one thing I want to talk, Josh, and you don't you don't plug yourself on your episodes on your on your vlogs or anything but you working as a travel agent what is the disney genie app going to do for you um well well we're actually not travel agents anymore we actually stopped that but we'll do work sorry uh, hand in hand i mean no no it's okay no we we still work with the agency we we still work with the agency but um i it didn't really say exactly what the details were going to be for travel agents to be able to use it other than that there will be some special mm-hmm. things that maybe only travel professionals could use. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what that is. Uh, I, I mean, again, we don't have a lot of details about it other than that it can schedule fast passes for you. Um, that doesn't – it would be cool if it just does it like if you can set a timer or you can set a, hey, you know, on August 1st at 6 a.m., book me fast passes. Right. Um, and if it can do that, that's great. If it can't – I mean, you just have to go back to doing it the old-fashioned way, which is where you get on, and, and you have to book them for your clients. But so, that might that might take away y'all's trick. Um, 
It very well may. Now, it does still say that you can um, still do all the planning yourself if you want to using the Genie app. Um, if it does take away kind of that modification and, and uh, flipping back and forth through times, I mean, if it, if it takes it away, it takes it away, it'll be unfortunate. But, you know, I, I think in the real grand scheme of things, this is really meant to just curve crowds and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. to, and to, you know, try yeah. to make the experience better for people. But understand that, like, the Genie app, there's no doubt in my mind, it is certainly tracking what you're doing. Not at a personal level, say. maybe, so to speak. <laughs> do, do, but, are you putting you on know, your tinfoil hat here? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure the app is using, is using georeferencing, you know, when you're going onto an attraction, when you're scanning your magic band. So, um, yeah. we'll just have to see. But I, I, I'm very uh, I'm very on the fence about All it. All right. Taylor, you got any other things you want to I think it'll be... I think it'll be cool that app. It's a great concept. As long as that, as, as long, long as, it, as it doesn't crash, like as as my Disney works. experience. Yeah, it would be awesome. Just can't can't crash. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Well, guys, I, we really appreciate you guys coming back on and and talking Disney with us. I, I mean, you guys are awesome. I, I can't say it enough, y'all. Y'all. Well, thank you. Y'all have normal day jobs. You have your hobby with the vlog, and you make time to, to come on our show. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for having I, us again. Any, yeah, anytime. So, for people who don't know, how can they get a hold of y'all? What What's the best ways to get all your content? Uh, so, you can find us on YouTube, the WDW Couple. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, at the WDW Couple, and then Facebook. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So, yep, cool. The WDW couple for basically everything, and you will find us. Just make sure yeah. you do the, because that's the Big Ten thing. Yes, Putting the T-H-E. in front of everything. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, guys, like we said, this is just going to be an, uh, a quick episode. We're not going to do our normal outro. We're just going to say, guys, thank you all for listening and hope to see you all in the next episode. Adam, are you going to unmute yourself and say goodbye on this? I'm unmuted. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> guys, we appreciate, appreciate you all. We'll see you all in our regularly scheduled time next Wednesday. Love you guys. See you all in the next episode. Hey Ellie, I have to I have to let you go because we gotta let them go, okay? <laughs> Why not? Because what we're going we're, <laughs> we're going to keep them hostage. Mm. <laughs>